day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! Don't hit it hard. Hit two hit. Drain the battery. Does hitting it hard drain the battery or something? This, this is not a, a, a dab rig or a pen or... Button where you hold I'm just, down. I'm just worried. Like, what is hitting it hard as opposed to not hitting it hard? Because all the, I'm doing is inhaling. So the it. battery only puts out a certain amount of wattage. So you're just sucking down the juice, and you're not get burning it. Oh, so so hitting it hard you just sucks your, a bunch of juice into your lungs without like, it actually being evaporated. It's like taking evaporated. a cigarette and then you just and it just kills it and you bring down the cherry. You know what I mean? Oh, because you're it, smoking the paper of the cigarette, not actually the tobacco. No, you're hitting the tobacco. It's just it's a flame ignited already, so it's gonna start drawing. So this doesn't have a, a wattage where it supersedes the. Dave, the you want to hit us with a promo for Bang uh, vaporizers real quick? Yeah, I mean, Bang is definitely the most flavorful and fun of them. It's also the one that gets ripped off the most, in my opinion. I've found so many Bang ripoffs, so it's difficult to really discern. Well, I've How also. Feel that? Uh, I've also noticed that they all sort of have a general similar casing. I think that there's a company yeah. that that makes that manufactures the 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 device itself, and then Bang and uh, what's the other one that uh, Puff Bars? Yeah. They they like rebrand and sort Collaborated, of take, maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm well, done with I'm done with e cig pens. Dude, like they they make me feel weird, but ever, but I see Richard hitting, and I'm like, man, let me get a hit of that. I you, you I don't can have never to save it. <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> there's just something about it, man. I'm yeah. like, fuck. Dude, I really, cool. I really hate the way it makes me feel immediately after. Even seeing you guys hit it, hitting it doesn't make me want to hit are it. Are you just upset because you lost the one that you had literally like three episodes ago? No, you mean the, you mean like the actual vape that I had? Yeah, your little salt vape or whatever. No, no, my vape is, I still have it. It's somewhere around here. I just don't. I'm like no longer interested in somewhere vaping. around here, folks. Nah, it's in the, ah. it's in one of the drawers in the room. Also. Seeing the way Alex hits it, like it's a like it's a drug, makes me be like, all right, I don't want to hit that because it's like, I the way that uh, the, the 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 salt that has zero nicotine in it or whatever. Dude, I'm talking about the Bang Bar right now, like oh, not okay. the not the fucking uh, legit vapor. The, the, I mean, you should see the way Richard hits it. You're talking about me hitting it like a drug. I hit it two times, maybe three. Right, in a day, you hit tops. it. it the, Richard is hitting it constantly all day. It reminds don't me. Don't bring up. Don't bring up my three-a-day habit here. It reminds, hey, me psychologi- no it reminds me psychologically of what it is. It's something that makes me feel sick. Like when I, It's the same way that when you ask to hit a cigarette, you hit it once and you're like, uh, yeah, uh, the cig makes me want to vomit. Uh, I'm about to shoot off like a comet. Uh, I'm taking supplements on it. Yo, alpha brain, yo, I'm getting lots of man. I think I know what you're getting at. The very fact that I've put into practice this moderation and I only hit it once because I know that it's gonna fuck me up and fuck up yo, my bros. Uh, that's exactly it. Yo, the fucking mentality behind the behavior is what makes me be like a fucking savior of not touching it because I'd be puffing it too much. Yeah, if I had one of my own, I'd probably be prone to hitting it every single day Whoa. in my home all alone. That would be me. I'd be hitting that tobacco every daily. And exactly, I tend to overindulge. Yeah, oh my God, would you look down at my bulge? Whoa, lots of fun. Uh, (laughs) Hell yeah. I can't have I can't have things like in the house. Like even just 
the other day I, I made a, a promise to myself that I wouldn't get up into the middle of the night and eat ice cream. So I locked my door and kept a big bottle of Minaragua in there. And I was like, I'm not leaving this room until tomorrow morning. So I was peeing in a bottle. And I, when I went up to the door to open it, I was like, oh, it's locked because I'm not supposed to leave. Like I had to play this psychological game with myself. To not eat ice this cream. This is what people do to drug addicts in rehab. Exactly. They lock them in a room. Exactly. And like, I think it's much more mental mental health or men, what does it say? Psychological. He, yeah, it's a good help for him. He can find out his own like things that cues that set him off. So By he triggers. Just, yeah, and he he practices not falling into those traps. But I mean, we all a, have traps. I, I'm not I'm not here trying to counter David's. Uh, you are. What, what did I say? <laughs> no, what did no, I no. ever I, say? What, that what, what, you're, you're pretty aggressive to jump on me trying to shit on his, no, on no, his thing. No, no, I think I, I think what you're saying I'm is exactly yeah, his thing. What right he's now. saying is exactly right, and it's just like we wouldn't have just a bag of cocaine sitting in the freezer and not do it. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I feel about the the tasty uh, buttercup filled uh, containers of thrifty. It's like. It's so tempting to me in a way that hey, I can't. Why don't you give a thrifty a little <laughs> Dude, promo right now? This is a big hack for those of you who like ice cream and don't want to break the bank on Ben and Jerry's. Most of the time, Rite Aid is going to give you the two for six, buy one, get one free or whatever it is with their thrifty ice cream. Get the one with bits in it, not because um, it's good for you, but because it is literal drugs. I, I love the idea that they decided to name their their. I guess it's not an idea. They actually named their ice cream th Thrifty. My idea of thrift is like the Salvation Army or yeah. Goodwill. So yeah, it's like you go to Rite Aid to get your, your secondhand ice cream it's or the, something. It's, it's the, the Thrifty it's ice the cream. It's the bargain on ice cream. Yeah, they set the bar for that. It is like, pretty. For Thrifty ice cream. All right, if you want to just classify well, I don't know. it as I, a lower grade ice cream. No, it's not lower it's grade. It's not. I don't it think really it's that What I really value about it is the pieces of either cookie dough or almond or chocolate, whatever that is. It creates a habit cycle in your brain when eating the ice cream because you keep digging for the pieces. Well, my, my thing that done. I notice about these specific lower budget ice creams like Thrifty or maybe a like Vaughn's brand, I don't, Select, I think it's I think called. It's not. Uh, it's not Hershey's. No, it's not no, Hershey's. no, no, no. Well, what Hershey's? It's like well, I, it's like Hershey's or it's, it's got a weird similar to Hershey's. I thought name. it was called something like select or whatever i don't know e either way i've noticed that if you buy like i don't know uh, a briars or a something with an, a brand name attached to it you get more chunks you get more hershey's chunks you get more peanut butter cups got it you get more uh bits of cookie dough sure but there's something about i like the ice cream i'm down with no, the cream the i don't need an overabundance of toppings. No, no, the ice cream is like a controlled substance that you can eat, and it's not like out of hand. Once you start putting bits in there, that's when you're creating psychological damage with the consumer, right? You're, because you're, then it's like, is this a meal? Is this a dessert? What are we doing here? There's almonds in this, and that's when they start uh, fucking with your 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 brain. You're like Pavlov's dogs. You're like at the end of each scoops, so there's a reward, so you continue to scoop. You're uh, digging for the reward. What's the trigger though? Because the Pavlov, I, I like where you're going with Pavlov. I want to deep dig deeper into that. Pavlov's uh, dogs specifically imply a trigger, like a whistle or right, whatever. Right, right, right. What is what is the Pavlovian response? 
to the ice cream? Like, how do you get that? I don't know how. I don't. I I use the bad Years example because I don't know. I don't know what. The, I don't know what the trigger is. I thought maybe we. I didn't. I didn't mean to call your example bad. I <laughs> no, no. Maybe the, we the, could well for my, some. My trigger we could mine is, for some comedy. My there. trigger is the sadness in the night. <laughs> so when I when I feel that loneliness and the and the quiet in my in my head and I'm I mean, like, here's his mom yeah, being yeah, yeah. like, you need to work out, hubby. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, all right, I can't fall asleep and I'm really sad and cold. I think if I eat nine scoops of ice cream out of this container directly without a bowl, then um, something will. It, it's a natural uh, anxiety relief, and it to puts be me filled, straight to sleep. Right, because if you're filled with with garbage, you are immediately. Uh, I don't know. You, you eat an entire burrito and you go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's just how it is. It's the same way with just having a milkshake. It's or a something I ate an entire burrito. Uh, yeah, I didn't share a bit with my amigos. Yeah, I ate it by myself. I ain't never stopping. Yo, I go to the Mexican store and I'm copping. I like burritos. I eat them every day. I'm a Guido. I live in New Jersey. I'm on the Jersey Shore eating the burritos more than you could ever fathom. I got burritos in my stomach. I get at them. You can never fathom. I'm like the phantom of the burrito. Yeah, I'm fucking living it up. Amigo, fuck, I did it again. I fucking never share my burrito with a friend. Yo, burrito ironically rhymes with a lot of Mexican words. Amigo, what about uh, Haritos? Oh, uh, that's a brand drink, yo. And we be drinking that, and I put the pink in the stinko. Uh, Haritos with my friend Nicole uh, down in fucking Mexico. Could have said Nico, probably. Yeah, Nico. Uh, the, the last two beats were Dream a While by Aikido. And Sleepless by Jazzy Jamzy. Have you guys, made a banger in like two seconds. Have you guys thought about like bringing something to like Cold Stone so they can mix in your ice cream? I think that that's been uh, people have uh, presented that to Cold Stone and they're like, no, we can't do that. I think that's, there was like a, a, shame. A, a few viral videos that went around the uh, frameworks of the Internet. Can you imagine the bringing some like pot brownies in and be like, yo, can you mix this brownie in and turn it into like an actual like... Right, THC you know, in influence. in theory, that sounds great, but we got to think about how like they're putting drugs onto their their little cutting board that they mash all the right, other ice right, cream right. that they're serving to other customers. It's also right. any any restaurant is gonna decline when adding exogenous items. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna take like you can't go to Subway and say, "Hey, put this gabagoo that I brought from my house on my fucking Italian herb footlong." Although now they have the super footlong. Have you seen this? You can get like a 16 footer. Instead of a okay. uh, 16 inch. Do they actually call it the super foot long? I think it's uh, six inch foot long and super long or something like Cause that. Because calling it a foot long might be a little like that's that's inherently wrong. Yeah. Hang no, on. I, I feel I'm feeling you. <laughs> yeah. <right. That's> like, <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure that the actual foot long isn't 12 inches long, but it's still. Well, that's you can't don't burst my bubble like that. Don't you don't burst your bubble. Burst, burst. Burst. <laughs> I'm trying. Burst. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I, I just typed in super long sandwich subway and super long would make sense. The Internet. Is it would just, be called. It would be cool if they called it the, the subway super long because um, that's also like kind of gay. Like, I feel like that's like a, <laughs> like like a, a like terminology in the gay community. Oh, that guy. He's a super long. If you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> I can't find it. But yeah, there's a there's an extra size when it comes to these sandwiches <laughs> oh, yeah. at this point um, with your dominant hand you you hold oh, the, you hold the probably damn have to use two at that point brought it Woo! back both your dominant hands you ambidextrous <laughs> here we go all sandwiches i'm clicking on it 
I've been eating Subway a lot recently. Here we go. Pro. All-American Club. Fuck, I could crush a sandwich right now. <laughs> Yo, it seems like they, they, they're missing out on a, uh, a good a marketing tactic to... Get oh. like ambidextrous people involved in their marketing and be like, yo, you're going to need to actually be able to use both of your hands dominantly in order to handle the super long sandwich yeah. we got here. I just figured it out. Hell it's yeah. the foot long and then the foot long pro. And it's not <laughs> what it's not. Listen, it's like it's like the iPhone pro. Yeah, I was like, the ne- it's going to be the foot long X. No, next. no, it's not extra length. It's extra protein. So they double uh, the protein on the foot okay, long so pro. it's not longer. No, it's so the, not. this whole the last five minutes of our life has been based on a lie. We've been yeah. misled. Misled. I mean, it's one thing where I feel like Subway should be offering because I've tried to get the added protein and have it be a different kind, and they don't let you. Like they'll let you get steak uh, added onto steak, but they won't let you do steak and chicken. Like they won't let you. That doesn't mix. make any sense. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Dude, somebody needs to talk they, to like, Subway they, about this. You present this to them, and they say no to you. Yes, they're like it has to be the same kind. They need they need to start selling their 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 stuff with like price tags on each. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they won't let steak you. Is this, cart. And the, is that exactly? What it, I think yeah, that's, that's, what, what, that's what it is. They won't let you uh, add a, a different protein to your sandwich because there's a specific rate for the sandwich Yo, based on the protein that you Subway, choose. Subway, bro. Yeah, I, can we just make that a thing right now? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't even want to. Fuck wanna, you, Subway. This wanna. is officially, we're calling out everyone. We know that you were privy to Jared Fogel's right, actions. Were totally aware. You were actually encouraging <laughs> it. In fact, it was probably why the sandwiches were so successful. There was some Santeria kid fucking Damn. magic going on Shit. that made these $5 footlongs explode. Fuck. Fucking Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. about to explode. Sorry, I, I wish I w- hadn't been the last one to speak. In if that only, yeah, moment. it was it was a. I mean, it was a revolutionary bit of entertainment that you provided. <laughs> though, so, I fucking the the subway next to my work hates me because I'm always like uh, ordering weird shit that they don't really like making and like the, the protein bowl. Yeah, I get the protein. I mean, I feel like that's the only thing you order from there, right? And then I keep on like adding shit to it, and they're like, "You don't want us." Uh, they always have this issue with me not getting spinach or lettuce because I don't want to just fill up the bowl with that bullshit. They're like, you don't want spinach or lettuce? I'm like, if I had wanted spinach or lettuce, I would have asked for spinach or lettuce. Put my fucking green peppers yeah, in there and shut the fuck up. These, these fools are all following a script. It's it's amazing how often I am, I'm if, if I'm ordering food somewhere, I will preemptively be like, yes, and that's it. Like, I'll, I'll put the food down. I want this and this, and that's it. They still... We'll ask you, do you want, do you a want a drink yeah, or do you yeah, want exactly. blah, blah, blah. Uh, Yeah. Even uh, though you've been very clear. You know why? And that's it, everything I want. You know why In-N-Out or like McDonald's does that? It's because statistically, if one person out of 10 says yes, well, yeah, no shit. But it's like even you would think that the person itself doesn't care about these statistics that they right. were like. You would think that they would hear me say that and they would be like, all right, well, this guy has made it very clear that this is all he wants. Yeah. Why waste this man's time? Wow, yeah. Question, time? question they, for they, you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, was Super Size Me uh, culture cancer canceled? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, like, was that, was that, that the was beginning of cancel culture? No. No, no, no absolutely that, not. That is the beginning of McDonald's selling salads and not fucking letting you get a gallon of soda I, I love with the idea that, that, that uh it's a that a concept could be canceled you know <laughs> it, what i mean it, it, cancel it, culture it, specifically is relative to people losing their jobs yo uh, i'm about to cancel the mcdouble i'm about to fucking 
call Mr. Huxtable Ooh. and be like, yo, let me get a fucking salad. Yo, this beat funky like a ballad. Hey, yo, Dr. Huxtable just switched the tables. Yo, he showed me that McDonald's is bull. Yo, he fucking slipped a Mickey in my drink. Whoa. Next thing you know, I am unable to think. Yo. He supersizes it, and then he sizes me up. And next thing you know, Huxtable gets a fuck. Uh, he bends me over in the Playboy Mansion. Damn. And now I got like a hundred other of my friends yo. to fucking accuse him. Okay. And now he's going to prison. And that's just how it is, yo. I'm fucking fucking living. Yo. But next thing you know, there's fucking trials. It gets overturned, and you know that he's getting released yeah sorry yeah. no i mean i i was like Take let him let him keep going whatever the fuck is happening i'm, I'm down with you it brought up dr huxtable and i was like shit we're about to who go is, on a who is that it's uh bill cosby's character from the cosby show so i had to go off on a cosby tangent you know right. what I, I, mean? I i just was trying to rhyme uh, and I think I don't. E- I didn't even rhyme successfully. I tried Ooh, to rhyme. Right. You did all right. You, you make double you, with Huxtable. Huxtable, yeah, that, that worked. You can make it work. And honestly, it was fruitful. I just people want to hear about Bill Cosby. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I, I also don't see how the supersize me movement going away has improved America's health in any way. The idea was to say, oh, we're blaming the obesity epidemic on fast food, when in reality. The obesity epidemic is to blame to be blamed on all food that is processed and sold at the store mostly. Like there's literally nothing that you're I, gonna buy in a box in a bag that I, doesn't have nine hundred ingredients in it that aren't gonna make you fat. You know I what agree I'm with you. Uh I think that a big part of that documentary also focused on the fact that like McDonald's was is the like the giant it, it's got more locations than any other fast food place mm. so there is something to be said about it having a little bit of a monopoly over the impoverished people who although i hate to i hate to bring this up it's actually subway who has the most locations that worldwide. might be now i'm talking but like when oh at the time yeah at the time i got feel it. like that was a point in the documentary that i don't they recall that yeah i think that they made it a point in the documentary they to point out how it was they definitely the led most. the way on how fast food changed like did the drive-throughs and like? Well, have you a seen that? Have you seen that? Have you seen that movie, The Founder, about uh, about the dude and how it's all about real estate and not actually the bit like the McDonald's is so successful because of how they own so much real estate and then they franchised. They were the first to franchise their shit, and so whenever uh, you think about a McDonald's, it's really just a, a a shit ton of property worldwide that they own, and that's why they're so big. Like it's not actually because of the business being profitable. I'm surprised there isn't a McDonald's like an amusement park. You know what I mean? Whoa! Like they have like miniature versions of them in some of their locations with the little play oh, yeah. playpens or That's whatever. A, that, those but are there a nightmare. Could, there could straight up be. I think they've closed most of them. There could straight up be an amusement park dedicated to McDonald's. And because back when uh, cartoons were only used to market products, McDonald's had a fully like franchisable select selection of characters and, yeah. and a cast that they could in, that they had they had a television series if i'm not mistaken maybe not a tv show but they had they i remember getting vhs's in a happy meal that had like mcdonald's cartoon characters doing shit that's on it. so like, fucking weird i mean so i just it's definitely yeah to your point yeah it could it could become that i don't understand how i was i was ever allowed to play without shoes on at a public fucking mcdonald's style like uh play park that is absurd 
Like, I would never let my child inside of the McDonald's. We're going through the drive-thru. We're taking it home. We're eating it in private so that we're not seen it was doing it. Like it was it's, a different time. I remember playing in a few ball pits when I was a little disgusting. child. Disgusting. And, and, and that was apparently, like, they're all filled with piss. Apparently, it's ball so pits disgusting. are disgusting. so with, disgusting. Isn't that what the movie Bubble Boy is about? Like, you keep, your, you keep your kid locked up. You keep him away from all the things in the world that might harm him, and he'll be... Affected by everything Richard, in the world. We're keeping him away from fucking the depravity that is fast <laughs> yeah. food. I'm not keeping him away from school it's a and pretty like big lead. education. You, you made uh, so so letting the kids run off all the extra calories they're eating in a in a little park. In a that's little not thing, how. That's, like, that's not how, bad. So that's, you're you're defending letting your child play in a pit yeah, full of piss. No, no, all sorts. No, 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 you Richard, know it's full of piss, Richard, and you're going to let them play in it. They're going to go way. play in the mud. Regardless and you just use the argument that they have to burn off calories. How about this? How about we don't feed them shitty food and then they don't have to run off yeah. conceptually burning calories that's not how like the human body works like your you know ends is a product of the means here like right. you're, no. you're saying that it's it's beneficial for mcdonald's to have a piss-filled ball pit because <laughs> they just fed their children right. a bunch of shitty why food? don't they just put la fitness and mcdonald's Think, all in one place and that way we can just go straight from the fucking mcdonald's it's to the treadmill? it's basically a germaphobic like workout gym for kids like they are exposed <laughs> no to so germ much germs there. is there so okay they're exposed to all these germs that they can their bodies can combat it when they're young got it that got when it. they're adults so their immune system their is, immune is systems are becoming stronger yeah i, I was even... i was playing outdoors indoors everywhere bare feet we weren't playing in a ball pit that was known to be filled with piss if you're playing outdoors that's different than just playing in a spot that is literally infected with this the, the jizz of other children i don't even I, mean? under, I don't even understand uh why richard is taking this stand. Every kid should play Inside, outside, all damn day Cause look how great my friend Rich Turned out, oh my god, he's not rich Yo, Rich is the most healthy person I know Yeah, he is totally there mentally Yeah, he's over here, yeah Playing in the ball pits full of piss Yeah, you know, he is all in it Uh, yeah, as a kid I took my socks off Uh, now I'm about to get my rocks off Uh, yeah, I'm playing in the ball pit Uh, and I'm smelling lots of armpits Yo, you gotta be barefoot If you're gonna care of your health Yo, I got the healthcare system down You just gotta take your shoes off now You gotta play in the McDonald's playground wow Yo, oh let me get the two for 350 the McChicken, the mcdumble please oh and also let me get a mcflurry oh the ice cream machine's down a hurry uh, yo, the ice cream machine is down because some kid pissed in it. Yo, I'm astounded. That's profound. That's just how it is. Yo, I'm grounded. Grounded by my mom. That beat was called Summer Days by Ty Beats. The one before that was Possession by Lethal Needle. Shout out Lethal. I fucking... Just made a banger in like two seconds. Uh, despite COVID... I haven't eaten inside of a McDonald's before that in a really long time. Like, I'm not going to get food from McDonald's. And we're not going to claim that we haven't gone through any drive throughs But, yeah, going inside no, no, no. of a I'm McDonald's. Not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not dining in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, other people have joked about how eating inside of a McDonald's is not dining. You know, it's 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 um, it can't be considered if that. If you've ever, if you're, if you're over the age of, let's say, 25, I'll, I'll be generous here. Yeah. And you, and you sit down in a fast food place to eat the food. You're a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you have children there with you. Right. That, you, don't, you don't have a car to go sit and eat right, your food. Yeah, you, you don't want kids to fuck up your car. Exactly. So, you're, so you're, you're spending time in the McDonald's or you're a homeless person. And this might be the reason why uh, parents let their kids play in this ball pen filled of piss thing. It's to get the kids away from them. Fucking let the kid go run and play in this ball pen. Leave me the fuck alone. Go get, you know, 
Get to know some kids. I don't know. You guys, I guess, you guys are warped by society. I don't know. I, I, like, the, <laughs> I like germs. I like, I, if it's, it's also one of the only places you can use a restroom without having to pay a fortune for, like, Starbucks and shit. Richard. You know I, what I mean? You don't have to Like, in between a meeting and stuff where you're balling on a budget, you grab yourself a McDouble and a McChicken, and then you just use the restroom, chill in there for 15 minutes. What does AC. it, like, are you, are you referring to the ball pin as a restroom? Is that no, what you're I'm saying right now? I'm talking as an adult. As an adult, I don't have... If if I had a kid, I'd be like, yeah, this is a cool ass place. I can just let you play while I'm on my laptop doing some work. If I had a kid, I'd leave him in the bullpen and then I'd go, and then <laughs> I'd, I'd go forever. to a different fast food place. I'd be at the Burger King. You know what I'm Burger saying? Burger King hits. Like sir, I've been to Burger Kings where they have TVs and shit, like in a, like the little sofas. Yeah, yeah. Burger around. King is like the adult McDonald's. You know, it's more of a. Uh, it's got like a Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings vibe. They they, they got the news playing. They fucking. The 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 staff is like making jokes. The BK Lounge. Remember that old that old I, Dane Cook bit. Dane Cook, very important comedian to the Banfomania uh, history. Yeah, you know, pretty much the origin of our name. I, mean, I don't want to get uh, stuck on McDonald's forever. Damn this Donald's. You know what I mean? McDown syndrome. But it also is also is relative to like where you're at in location. Like in Orlando, they actually had like curtains on the fucking. Uh, McDonald's, like well, yeah, a that, second we story. Went, we you know went to that I mean? one. There's like I know what you're referring to. It. Richard yeah. and I went and hung out with uh, some some rich it's ass motherfuckers, ass and this was a McDonald's in a rich ass motherfucking right, neighborhood. Right. So, so it had some standards. You had to be white to get in. Uh, <laughs> it was it was one of these things where there was just there was art on the wall. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It it's, was, it's funny because uh, there is consistency with the garbage food nationwide. As soon as you leave the country, though, you're gonna get the fucking the 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 Mick uh, the McRoyal with cheese in Paris. Hey, so you, what about in Ireland? Do they have is McDonald's like racist? I think it like is. Mick is probably like, sells more fries and shit. That's <laughs> Oh, but the word go, Mick is oh, like a yeah, is I like a word for Irish people that's offensive. Yeah, so right. would they call Mickey. it McDonald's? They probably they probably love it. I don't know yeah. what they call They're it. Like, that's my burger. I've never, have you been to Ireland? <laughs> You've never been to Ireland, Richard? I haven't. I wish I have. I wish but, you uh, knew someone named although, Donald because you guys, can just call him Mick Donald. It, it, from, yeah. from what I know, in like Japan and China, like they dress up in suits and then go to McDonald's. I just like little oriented kids make, make, make fun of you. So a little that echo was, on that one. That my bad. Odd. But yeah, like it's all relative to the place you go to. People don't go to McDonald's in they suits do. in Japan, they, Richard. They, do. Uh, they dress up well, no, to go there and dine in. Ja- Japanese culture is that of shame Richard, and public appearances. Richard, you've never appearances. been to Japan. Why are you I, speaking in authority sorry, about I can't their dining? article? I don't know, man. Yeah, you can't because I articles cannot. are all lies. Journalists online. are it's the true. scum of the earth. It's true. You can't trust you anything. You I've been online. to the I've been to the McDonald's in Rome. And it's like a two. They've they got a coliseum. They've got <laughs> pillars. It, it had like uh, they had, have lion burgers. It, it had like an Italian they have Christian burgers. It had like an old school Roman Empire type vibe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the time I was fucking 17 and not really aware of the world around me. I was uh, really self centered and focused on like the girl that I was dating. So this was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edgy day. I fucking sucked in high school. I was, I was the worst. Didn't we, we all sucked in high yeah. school, man. I, was the Dude, I didn't asshole. even like Richard in high school. I didn't like Richard until we went, started going to college I don't together. like Richard now. Yeah, yeah soulless it's... ginger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well.
South Park called. They want their joke. Back. Dude, I'm well, so. I'll always use it. I, I, speaking of 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 like things that we don't like or things that we do like, uh, I'm I kind of like that Johan's gone for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's so nice to not have to deal with that man's <laughs> Italian ass bullshit for once in our goddamn. Uh, no, life. I like I like Johan, oh. but the space that he was taking up periodically, I was like. Man, I feel bad. I'm waking him up again. He's uh, oh, every like clockwork. Every <laughs> night at like three to five a.m., I'm I'm waking up and I'm doing a big fat dab. I'm walking out here. I know I'm. I there, he would have to be a very strong sleeper to not hear like hardwood floors. You hear every step. Because, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know your feet. They're, they're, your skin is naturally moist if you if if you know if, if you're if covered you take in care gist. of yourself. Oh, okay. And then you know you're just making footstep noises and and it's it's almost like you're walking through a sticky movie theater at the middle of the night because you can hear everything you can hear every little thing because it's the middle of the night and so it just seems i think dane cook has a bit about this god damn it bringing it back to dane about uh stealing his joke I miss Dane, I miss Dane Cook, it's insane Yo, that dude's dope, I was, I wanna be on his team Yo, Dane, oh, oh my god, you not lame Oh my god, Dane, super uh, finger Dane Cook got me hooked with all the fucking nooks and crannies He hit with trannies, yo, he tells lots of cool jokes Yeah, I used to fucking hang with cool folks hey, Yo, Dane Cook, he doesn't have a lame look, he's pretty cool Yo, this dude is not a fool unless you're counting the fools of the medieval age Cause you could say that he uh, is like them today Yo, Dan Cook got some strange behavior Like the choice of dating a teenager Woo! Uh, yeah, but I'm not gonna judge him Yo, I'm just fucking eating on some pudding Technically, it was a legal arrangement she was of age. Listen, I I I support people dating uh people of whatever legal age they want. Um it just says a lot about your fucking uh mindset. Like right. It, well, it's it you obviously aren't concerned about uh having a decent conversation with this person. Right, but you can still like based on life experience. You can still fall drastically in love with a fucking 19-year-old who's super just hot and gorgeous. Like I could see how you could completely disregard any type of like uh, maturity or intellect, and I'm sure she wasn't dumb. Like I'm sure she was like mature for her age, but um, like hot chicks who fuck real good will will make a dude crazy. That's my opinion. That's all. It's like, a, it's he, like the Jeff Ross. It's all, people are just forgiven Jeff. He's he's no comeuppance whatsoever. For dating a 16 year old god damn damn it's all about <laughs> compatibility. pretty wild and i feel like Dane Cook, <laughs> all right yeah you know what? No, well maybe not 16 year old but if dan cook did it legally uh the compatibility i mean no ability his jeff ross did so it legally childish too. you know what i mean he he seemed oh, like a legally because of the state the specific yeah, state it was it was yeah the whole reason why this shit is happening with chris delia is because the shit that went down with him was amongst a 17 year old in a state where that wasn't illegal if he had done it in a, a legal state Chris Lee would be fine right now. Chris Lee is fine right now. He's he's he he's might working. Have, yeah. He lost a few deals, but he's still a fucking. Mil- he's a, he's got such a large fan base. No one gives a it's, shit. It's just weird that uh, legality is where uh, ethically we draw the line because biologically, dudes are gonna be attracted to young women. Like that's just an evolutionary thing that is fu- fucking weird. It's true, and at the, and like I get that because at the same time, yeah, I'm like. I like young women 
Jesus Christ. They're, they're, they're just so fucking hot. They're hot but, and fresh, yeah. But I spend 10 minutes with one. And then you and become I, unattractive. And I'm like, oh, this this person is like borderline retarded. <laughs> there comes wow. a there comes a point where like you seem psychotic for being able to look past your uh, lack of compatibility, like Richard said earlier, with this person uh, because of how hot they are. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just totally weird. And I remember reading a post of Dane's uh, uh, just love for this girl on the internet, and I was like, dude. This sounds so genuine. Like, this dude is genuinely in love with this 19-year-old, and he's fucking 48 or whatever. I don't know how old he is. He looks like he got hit by a grenade. He's got all kinds of weird, like, pockmarks on his face now. I'm sure he he did a bunch of drugs, and it's paying off. He's got some damn shrapnel. Paying the consequences now. Uh, That last beat was Cityscapes by B. Young. Hell yeah. Kind of fuck with that. Be young. Like like people Dane Cook dates. Oh! If, if you want to date Dane Cook, you got to be young, God folks. damn it, dude. I mean, I, I, I'm quick. What if uh, what if you um were dating a super young chick, but she was totally, you know, um she was totally evolved for her age, and you really saw a lot of potential? Like she's getting grays, but she's like 16. <laughs> like, man, what is up with the wrinkles and the grays you're getting? Do you she's have? Got, she's got like a Benjamin Button thing. Right, she's the, going well, backwards. Some I can't remember. There's, there's an actual name for that sure. disease. I can't remember what it's fucking called, though. Per- Perjoria. Perjoria. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a real disease. Uh, and, um, yeah, typically... You die of a heart attack by the time you're like 13 or 14. Oh, because you you like you're, are experiencing old age at a young age. Yeah, it looks weird. I mean, look it up. I'll I'll, I'll bring up a picture of it. That is fucking interesting. Quick. I used yeah. to love that movie, The Curious Case. I was you, super into not that. a bad film. Did no. you did you see that picture of Cristiano Ronaldo in 2010 to 2021? No, is this like a a compare a compare yeah, like side like, by side? Yeah, side by side. He was in his prime, like scoring at least in talent wise. Like scoring all these goals for one of the biggest clubs, Manchester. Yeah, yeah. And then now he's just even. That looks ridiculous. Yo, that's wild, dude. Yeah, progeria is a dark, dark disorder. If you guys want to look it up, folks, it's spelled uh, P R O G E R I A. Um, and kid it's, looks, just, it's a kid rapid, looks like an alien. Yeah, it's a rapid <laughs> aging disorder. Um, that you is know, that when he's young or old. He well, what do you mean by old? This so dude, is he older or was he? He's, no, no, he's the, thirteen or the so. The dude in this photo is under the age of fifteen. Okay. Yo, yeah, Rich, right, saw, yeah. were you gonna say that Ronaldo now looks better than he did when he was young? He looks much better. Well, that's because he's a man. Men age like no, no. I, I also think there are pe- jacked, there, there like, are people who yeah yeah people who are, are filling in in their thirties still like they're they're building lean tissue or they're like aging appropriately and they didn't fuck themselves in their 20s so they don't look like there are people who I see and I'm like oh you're 42 and you look hotter than you did when you were 23 if you don't make it a point to maintain your appearance you're gonna dilapidate at a rapid rate whoa but if you just even make the minor effort to try and look good there's something about being a dude that you just look better as you get older it's weird it's, I mean, it's a societal thing i would i would think that there's something about like it could people have people associated with being a uh, quote-unquote distinguished and it's or al- whatever it's also and they don't give like women that same charity whether they give men by I calling think, us distinguished for looking old whereas I think women wi- they're like you look like a witch i think <laughs> women are getting that now women are getting to uh be be accepted Past fucking 30, 40, oh, 50. you're talking about Jennifer Lopez and Helen <laughs> Mirren or something? Well, no, I just think that there's uh, women in the public eye who are keeping it tight at, a, at an old age, and we're all Explain like... Explain one that has kept it tight without the use of surgery. 
I mean, I don't know what who Did, has or hasn't has used surgery. There are there are a couple comedians who I follow who are females who are in their forties, and I'm like, damn, she fucking looks better than when she was in her twenties. Okay, it's here's ma- the thing though: it's just because they're funny, bro. Being funny provides an extra layer gotcha. of attraction to gotcha. women that you don't actually notice when it's there. I would like bang Jessica Kirsten, but objectively she's not like hot. You know what I sure. mean? But I'm like, yo, she's so funny. I want to slam those <laughs> cheeks. You know what I mean? I want to slam those cheeks. Yo, Jessica Kirsten, that obnoxious E. Yo, annoying E. What is the name of her podcast? What does it be? Yo, something I don't know. Yeah, Jessica K. You should check her out. Check that bitch out today. She's an old Jewish lesbian. She's a comedian and she is my friend. Yo, I wish Rich knew who you were talking about Because he would spit some vomit out his mouth Uh, this an old lesbian lady who's funny So gets my friend going crazy Uh, yeah, I wanna get with her Because of the words and all the verbs that she spits Straight on the podcast, shit Uh, oh my god, yeah, I'm super fucking lit Oh, it's disgusting hawk I was, in my brain, I was thinking aggressive eagle For some reason Whoa For some reason Who knows, man, that shit is treason If you're uh, a fan of that hoe, man You should fucking slap me in the face because I fucking made a disgrace. Shit, dude, that's a lazy rhyme. Damn. But anyway, yeah, to to that point. Well, also, to that point, um, being funny is like a, uh, what's the word? Um, A mating... um, Mechanism? Tool? Yeah, like that is something that you use to gain a mate. And that is why, like, in general... Men are considered more funny than women because uh, they're trying to fuck because, yeah, the men are trying to present this sort of aspect of their biological evolution that is like, you know, being funny attracts a mate. Uh, so it's it's almost more there's more at stake for a man to be funny than there is for a woman. That's and I, I'm not trying to start a debate about whether women are funnier <laughs> than men. Honestly, there are more funny women in stand up than there are funny men. There, but like, you right. have to also take into account the amount of men in stand up and funny women is like, you know what I mean? So, that being said, it's, it's, I don't think that, uh, yeah, I would argue that like a girl being funny is more important to me than her actually being like physically. A, a fucking what's what's the word these days? Stallion, just fucking absurdly hot. Honestly, I become like uncomfortable when women are just like objectively beyond hot. You're like, oh my god, like what are we supposed to do with you? Like, are you dude? St- and then when one of them is absurdly hot and also really funny, you're like, why is there's no god? Yeah, wh- <laughs> why would anyone give this woman this much talent? Yeah, this like, isn't fair. What's the point of her being here with us? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is absurd. Like, she should be cashing checks right now. Right, fucking- she is probably. That's how I feel. Like, that's exactly how I feel about those extremely tall models. Like you're extremely hot, but like you're so tall that I feel so out of place that I'm just like, not a chance on this earth. Cause I'm only five, nine, you know what I mean? So oh, let's, all, let's bring that. If, to if you're shorter than a girl, then you're, uh, you're obviously down on the totem pole. It's, it's not going like, to happen. There's shortness is a huge factor in the, the dating scale. You're for, not for yeah. women. You're they, not really going to fight off Willie mammoths. If you're a short <laughs> man, you know arguably yeah. though, I wouldn't even consider Richard that short. He's just not tall. Richard's like average height. For yeah. A yeah. Man. Uh, you and so, I are like the same height, Rich, five, yeah. nine, five, ten. But it's, it's I, funny that it, He's noticed that though. Even as an average man, they don't look at if me. If you're not they, they tall, like glance at you me, have like, to be tall. Away. 
Well, yeah, it's just a, it's just a sign of fucking strength and power to look down at someone. And God forbid you're short. <laughs> oh my oh god. Oh my god. Dudes dude. who are dudes who are five 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 six, they really got to be fucking funny. You Bro. know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, for yeah. women, it doesn't matter. They're just like they get more men. That's all. If they're short. If there's uh, yeah, it does, it's funny because women can literally be four eleven. And you'll be like, oh, she's kind of hot. I don't know, yeah. man. I have some she standards. <laughs> <laughs> so she needs to be at least five foot. Wow. I really don't care. Judgment. I really don't care how tall a chick is. Although sometimes really tall chicks kind of do it for what, me. What matters more? Uh, like looks and height? Like because height and looks kind of go together or charisma? Obviously like, charisma. Charisma is usually going to trump 100% of the time. Appearance. But but most of the, uh, today's dating standards are based on the initial impression, and that is almost always how you look. So it's going to be the height and the and the physical well, attractiveness. Well, and often because of how dumb men are superficially, like how, in dating, uh, women get to just be hot. And if, that, if, and if they are objectively hot, then they get to just, you know, kind of exist off of that. Whereas as soon as you actually... Um, meet somebody um a dude can't be just hot you know what i'm saying like chicks can be just hot and a lot of dudes will tolerate it a dude can't be just hot and get away with that i'm pretty sure a dude also has to be charismatic or clever or something because eventually you know you're gonna be i lit. just want to go ahead and say uh all dudes are hot you know what I, I'm, I'm sick of this uh negative rhetoric that, th- that there is such a thing as an ugly dude or or a dude that's not good enough. I just want to say dudes everywhere. You 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 have value. How about this? And you it matter. It kind of sounds like Dave's David said that uh men are taking the responsibility of forming the way women act. Well, no, I think it's also an LA thing. I think in LA women uh, uh who are just so like they're all the hottest women end up here and then it becomes this weird like uh, superficial game that is just I don't really understand it. Um, and there's a lot of that that happens here, but uh, I, I want to fuck, fuck what I'm saying right now. How about this? Um, women get to be, get to be thick in their, in their BBW dudes don't get to be BBGs, like big, beautiful know, guys. Man. There's, there's, there's been, there's so been a, the terminology, the terminology of, uh, of dad bod has been a positive. Sure. But there's not a, now. there's not a dad bod category on fucking Pornhub. Like there are. There are so many fat women and that are just being described as thick or uh, it's 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 hot. I mean, they're still quote unquote fat like they're fat in all the right places. You know what I mean? They're still marketably fat. You know what I mean? Refer to them as healthy. Okay, you're (laughs) right. I I, I will. I'll take back the offensive language I use. These healthy women are marketably healthy. They're healthy in all the right places, if you know what I mean. They somehow have been able to... Uh, to, to balance out the fat? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, we know the difference between an attractive fat lady and uh, just a, a monster. Right. Like it's, it's visibly apparent. There, there's air. Like, you can see, like, the fat collects here, and then now you're no longer a marketable Right, but as a, as a dude, exactly. So as a dude, there's never any amount of fat that's in the right place. Like, it's not in your shoulders and in your pecs. Oh, man, it's, is is like... <laughs> Uh, I want to bring up a body type uh, It's a body type on a man I think I like uh, A body type on a man that's kind of girthy yeah. yeah, you know, this dude, he's feeling earthy Yo, Yo, my boy, Alex Jones That's just the body type that I want to have <laughs> in my home I wish that I had that fucking 
fat man, but also I was that man. Yo, Alex Jones, he is really prone to putting on the LBs and the LBC. Yo, oh, he's talking to me. Uh, oh my God, we uh, walking the street. Uh, me and my boy Alex. Uh, yeah, his size makes me phallic. Yup, I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real hood. Oh my God, yeah, I got things in my shoulder, bud. Yo, I'm Alex Jones and I work out every day. I work out every day with Joe Rogan, so I say, yo, uh, I got a healthy body. Oh my God, yeah, I'm feeling very ornery. I'm Alex Jones. Oh my, I'm about to moan. I'm whoa. feeling like I'm alone. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, there is obviously a big guy body type that is still attractive. I would say that you have like a fat, attractive body type. You know what I thanks, mean? Thanks, man. That's just, like uh, you can tell that there's muscle under all that bullshit. It's it, it's it's about to be seen, it, it, but it's not. Dude, like... Keep telling yourself that, man. <laughs> I think that eventually, maybe it'll come true. It's... Uh, there is there is hope. Oh, Dave's got a great set of shoulders. Thanks, thanks, Richard. I fucking used those shoulders on Monday to hurt my ankle <laughs> by shoving you and then rolling that shit. Damn, you shoved Richard. Me yeah, and Richard, me, me and Richard got in some really friendly competition on Monday. First off, we were both goalies at one point, and I scored on him as dude, a goalie. What a fucking From, snake! Dude. I was fucking. I ran out because my whole team was full of just like That's really lethargic, annoying Why? ass people, and I started just getting mad at my own team. So in a in a move of just uh, passion, I started running up the field with the ball, and everybody's like, "There's no goalie! There's no goalie!" And I just fucking cut off one dude, made it made a quick move, and then just slammed it to the other side of the goal. And Richard was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "I'll see you at home, Richard." <laughs> and um, then I realized that that might have sounded kind of yeah, gay. absolutely, <laughs> man. <laughs> I felt it's amazing. I'm, Yo, I'm Good thing we're leaving in separate cars. Though. I do I do like the idea, though, that, yeah, because you guys are leaving in separate cars, that makes it even more gay, bro. <laughs> so I'll see you at home, and then you guys both get in your separate cars Damn. and head in the same direction. Uh, the last you guys should have held hands as you walked off the court. They would not like Field. that. The Latinos uh, in that in that community might not be really open-minded. Um, the last two beats were Funk Boy by 18 and Sahara by Noron Beats. I'm going to hit him with the Chris real quick so I can pee. I got to pee, too. Refresh. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And we're back. Dude, if you guys want to um, fucking hear a quick Pause little, it again little, and take another break. No, I'll come uh, down. Hit him little, with the Chris. I'll be right back. That is the best. I'll be right back. Nah, I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. Quick product placement. Uh, Michelob Ultra has the seltzers. They're really good. Really? The Listen, well, I don't know if all of them are really good, but I tried the spicy pineapple flavor. Delicious. I'm cool with a spicy pineapple. It, I mean, it's Isn't a, it weird how pineapples on pizza became a dumb meme for a while? Like, people were like, oh, how dare you put pineapple on pizza? And then other people were like, no, it's great. What the fuck? It's almost like pineapple and pizza, like, became that new, like, bacon thing. You know how people were like, bacon, it's good on everything. Fucking... I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I guess I guess there's food memes that maybe like there's there's certain like I don't know. It seems like pineapple on pizza was a debate on the internet, was it not? I didn't I didn't see that. I mean, I'm not on the internet like you are. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm on the internet constantly. But I, Richard, have you seen this? <laughs> no, Where yeah, people are pineapple, there's a discourse I think it's just about using pineapple on everything and making it tropical. If if you put pineapple on something, it's tropical, and therefore I have I have heard people complain about pineapple. People on pizza were and on the internet sense. drawing a line in the sand about pineapple on pizza and being like, you can't 
do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a popular meme or whatever. Uh, I think that it's a dumb excuse for creating content to talk about pineapple on pizza. I'm actually, who gives a shit? I'm currently craving pineapple on pizza. Right. It's a good-ass ingredient. Like, sweet and savory mix well. And, and if you don't agree, you have a, a less evolved palate. I wonder what the history of that is. I'm sure it has something to do with some Canadian being like, oh, we ran we ran out of fucking uh, uh, green peppers, but I have this pineapple that my mom brought home from her vacation. Maybe we throw that on. There. I think it was a good move. Speaking of history, Richard, you got something for us this week? I feel like we need to get that going or else oh, it's going to be the end yeah. of the episode. A, 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 flawless, a flawless transition into the yeah. history segment. Fuck history. Welcome to contemporary American history. Uh, I, I just want to say though, if, if if Richard's history segment bombs, I've got a history segment too. No way! Yeah, yeah I've got. Dude, a, I've got to hear yours. I've got a rival history segment. <laughs> but, um, Richard, well, Richard has a PDF file. No, no, I've, like, I've seen. <laughs> I, I looked at Richard's uh, file beforehand, and I was like, "Wow, this!" I just the title of it. I'm like, "All right, the audience is already confused." Well, what is the title? I'm curious. Well, it's an obscure bit of history. So. <laughs> So therefore, it's already up my alley. Richard, so I'm, everything I'm you've ever said to me is obscure. <laughs> Based well, on this my is inability about, to understand, this is about a historical figure that there's no actual evidence that he existed, but oh. he's in so, so like Jesus, much. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I think very, there is very, evidence very, of Jesus. Actually, there isn't any, not evidence. any real evidence. <laughs> there's no real evidence about the perspective, what people consider Jesus. But this is a very similar figure. In fact, a lot of different cultures. Consider figure, it. please. Right? Can you uh, say <laughs> figure from now on, please? For the for the love of well, Christ, uh, <laughs> it was in the love of Christ. <laughs> uh, PTL. I no, just, I just but, learned uh, that that means praise the Lord. Damn. You guys ever hear of the messenger Hermes uh, from Hermes Greek, Greek mythology? Yeah, Hermes. Okay, He's Hermes. Also- I learned about through a show called Futurama. Uh, he was the Jamaican uh, bureaucrat that worked for Professor Farnsworth at, the, at Planet Express. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Uh, and uh, I also there's also like they dive into the mythology of Hermes on the show Futurama about how he's the the messenger god and he's got the shoes with the wings on them or whatever. Is he not the guy? With- Whoa. I got shoes with some wings on them. Call me uh, Hermes, y'all. I'm Jamaican. I got my rings on them. Uh, I'm in the freaking Olympics doing the limbo. Yeah, I'm so futuristic. Uh, uh, surely me and Hermes could go out for a bit and fuck and not get herpes. Yeah, you know, it's been hurting me inside. Uh, uh, Greek mythology is real nice. Yo, it sure is good to be a bureaucrat. Uh, Yo, that's what the mighty job made us. Yo, whoa. they call me Hermes. Because I'm from Jamaica That's just how it is Yo, you know I be bacon uh, I'm from Jamaica I'm eating bacon But I don't put no pineapple on That shit is lame, bruh uh, Oh my god, please somebody stop Putting pineapple on my fucking cock Hey yo, Hermes is easily my top five characters on Futurama Yeah, that's just how it is Yo, I'm out with your mom And we talking about Hermes And we worship Islam Damn Anyway, yeah. Hermes. Oh, I was waiting for that beat. He, oh, yeah, he yeah. It. He Plug it, bro. Uh, <laughs> the beat was we called. a banger in like two seconds. Mob Stories by AZ Beats. Whoa, Mob Story. Are we recording? We are recording. Hell yeah. yeah. But uh, no, Hermes also. So he was like a Greek version of Thoth, which is an Egyptian god. And it's all relative to like how we perceive this guy as a prehistoric flood. You know how a lot of 
scientists talk about how there was a flood or a ma- major like an ice th- age yeah yeah thing that happened ice, well, some sort of so our pre- prehistoric disaster. knowledge of like before times of the flood a lot of it comes from this dude's writings and uh yeah his like uh his teaching ability to these great people like Aristotle, Plato, they write about him in their works. So they but, reference him as so, like this. So they're saying they're, they're attributing writings to a guy that isn't even necessarily portrayed as being a real person. Uh, it's hard because so much of what we have obtained over the years from like papyruses and like different writings and like the Emerald tablet, like, okay. Uh, <laughs> which is like this big, uh, prehistoric like writings on these tablets and they talk about this this certain individual and he was uh right I guess but now i want to get into the whole emerald tablet thing yeah it, you you understand that you've you've inserted a red but herring you gotta, you into gotta your under, history you gotta so. understand like a lot of what i'm gonna be talking about is things that like there's not a lot of uh knowledge on like there's not a lot of like uh, references or okay, yeah. yeah. Or, but, so but, okay, so but, so Plato, Plato and Aristotle, uh, in their writings, and also in this Emerald Tablet, all of these writings so, reference Hermes, who is yeah. this dude? Who, uh, what do you want to say about that? Uh, he was the kind of the the he he had like these seven principles that he wrote and de- derived that they derived science from. So he was like the god that brought in wisdom and like scientific knowledge and alchemy to these cultures and that's that he was the backbone to all these people like the egyptians going so far as astrology and like their sciences that they practice so all that was rooted in in hermes teachings oh Uh, thoth for the egyptians and it was a greco greco egyptian god so it was both uh, and they both referenced him. And so Hermes got, and Thoth are the same guy. Yeah. And there's also Arabic. Uh, uh, this he had an influence on like the Medes and the people where Arabia and eventually Islam. A lot of their philosophers also reference this guy too. also Hindu Hinduism. There's uh, a lot of different. So cultures. is he a guy or is he a supernatural being? He's the he, Thoth with the he's most an actual. OK, so they they talked about him as like a reincarnation of this guy that keeps coming back. As like a, a bringer of wisdom. Oh, so this could have been a previous incarnation of Jesus, according to this theory. Uh, considering that he was only a few hundred years before Jesus, because he would he would have lived between like 300 CE to 100 CE around then. And then at Jesus the came Egypt- at zero. <laughs> yeah, eighty, uh, I think. Zero AD. I don't know. Uh, no, birth of Christ. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think that BC is stands for the birth yeah, of Christ. Yeah, yeah, it no. Before for like, Christ. No, it stands for BC before Christ. No, it doesn't stand for that. BC that, stands myth. for something else. I swear. It, I don't know. I I I feel like that was. I was always taught that BC was before Christ, but then I grew up to learn that BC meant something more scientific. And I think it's BCE. He's right. It's BCE. I, I think I've I've heard that. I heard that in my history class. Yeah, but I don't it's been recall. But you don't know what it stands for, Richard. <laughs> no, you have a computer right there. Okay, you you so do you. It's, it's, but I'm, I'm looking at the yeah. screensaver of it right now. It's, it's 2.54 p.m. Some oh. knowledge just flies over me, and I just don't even care about Okay, it. but I mean, you got to understand that it's pretty important to your history segment oh, here. Oh, <laughs> B- BCE stands for Before Common Era. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, uh, why is BC now called BCE? Simply put, BCE, Before Common Era, is a secular version of BC Before Christ. Common Era is a secular equivalent of A.D. Anno Domini, which means in the year of the Lord. Yeah, it's, it's funny how there still is that, like, it's still 
waves on this idea that well, there was this guy Jesus show, who was crucified at the time, and well, you now think, we're shifting our perception of history because yeah. of this event. Yeah, it, it's all about who was laying down the groundwork for for our history, and that was the Roman, the Roman Catholic Church at the time, the the Holy Roman Empire, uh, and they they inherited a lot of all this pseudoscience and alchemy from these Greekos and these Egyptians and where who had like the majority of all the so what they hoarded all the yeah the I, I heard you mention seven like principles is that what you were going to get into like are you going to talk about those specific principles uh, or what else are you trying to uh, like well, what, what did today, Hermes teach her okay so what I want what I'm in high school I had seven principles Yo, it was wacker than having just one of those I had seven of them Yo, it wasn't cool, they were troubling Yo, they fucking always got me in the office Yo, these seven principles They were often giving me the discipline And yo, these principles were not my friends uh, Yeah, I had one principal and six teachers But they acted like principals Yeah, in the bleachers Yo, they cheered me on Yeah, Hermes is gone In my fucking brain, Ron. Hey, yo, my principal Yeah, that's just what I know, yeah, my God, yo, I'm my principal, whoa. and I'm teaching you school, yeah, that's how it is, yeah, you know I rule, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, the seven principles of highly effective people, that's a book that I read, and the sequel is something different that I can't recall, yeah, I play basketball until my balls fall I off. put the pal in principal, oh my God, <laughs> the first part of my name is Al. The beat was called The Close by Pacific. That was a funky one. I wish it was a little bit longer. Do a lipotype beat. Whoa! But uh, so <laughs> these principles are sucking on my dick in my ass. Well, yeah. So I was I was talking to you guys earlier, but earlier on this week, which has got got me down this this path. But I was talking A about dark the path, Voynich, gotta, the Voynich <laughs> manuscripts. Here. It the Voynich manuscripts is uh something unexplained. It's like a unexplained manuscripts, like it's a bunch of pages that are the what manuscripts? The, the Voynich manuscripts. Voynich. Voynich. Uh, it's just it's, it's named after the guy. No, fuck you. Uh, it's just a, <laughs> it's right. this guy. It's this guy's last name, and he he inherited him or bought him and got them together. But no one could translate him, and it's all this like. Out, what are they, what are they out, written in? So his name it, is Voynich. He's a bottom, and he can't translate. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what Richard's saying. I, I, that's literally all I picked up. Yeah, <laughs> but he went around to all these all these good uh, all these people that could translate things, and they and they couldn't translate it. Uh, and uh, and it, it has so much works on biology and like the human anatomy, and it look and wait, but how do we know this if they can't be translated? Uh, just because it has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, inscri- not inscriptions, but um, sketches, drawings, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, hieroglyphics, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but so I was and I was like really curious on like why we couldn't as like such acclaimed scholars can't figure out what these people were. Writing about. I'm glad you included yourself in that. We as acclaimed scholars, dude, we yeah. all graduated from college, so <laughs> yeah. we're all scholars. We're technically, yeah. I'm technically a scientist. Right? This is a podcast of scholars. Yeah, <laughs> scholcast. <laughs> but anyways, so so I wanted to get into that, and it a lot of the people that the book was passed down to, and that this guy eventually inherited inherited it from, was uh, was self proclaimed alchemists, people that were said to be able to uh like john d went up to rudolph the the second and was able to turn like uh this metal into gold right in front so of a self-proclaimed uh, alchemist is a dude who claims to be able to do supernatural shit 
Well, things that like you don't really have, uh, science can't really prove. Right, because there's also trans- no transmute. It's also a form of pseudoscience, alchemy. Yeah, and uh, and so this guy, I was like, okay, who started all this? And Hermes was the was. Not a real face. person, though, right? Still, we're talking about a god. This god, as much as Jesus god. is, we're talking about. You know what I, mean? it, it, it does, I don't think he's a god. Apparently, I think he's like this. This dude, no, he's like who, a messenger god. Yeah, like okay. a prophet or like a. a no, he's not. A, he was never a human form, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's how did just, he write all this shit? No, he did. They they're attributing writing, stuff to him. But like, like Aristotle, Plato, like those guys, we never met. You know what I mean? Like people said they yeah, met. But there's him. also there's proof there's that they are real people. Though. Really? Why? Well, they don't have their, their writings. Bodies. Aristotle. Oh no, I'm thinking. What of about Galilee. Cleopatra? Like we know she existed. We have records of people talking about her and, and like her lineage, but we don't actually know she existed. We can't right. find her body. There's no body. There's no photo. But there there's like be. written One evidence. could argue that the records taken of Cleopatra are a little more um, reputable than the records taken of Hermes. Are, are they, Richard? Like, who the fuck is there evidence of who Hermes? Who is to say? Who is to say? And I think, yes, he was an actual person that existed, and he was a great, renowned teacher in Egypt at the time where all the greatest We're talking scholars about Thost, would go to him. though, right? No, Thoth so, and Hermes are the same dude. They deified this Hermes guy because... He was such a great. Uh, they called him. So he's like they, he was like a Jesus. He they was like him a tr- Hermes, the tri trimegista, which is basically the great great or the master of masters. Like the master master. He's the master Bro. of masters. Big and the master of master, not the kind you make with plaster. And yeah. and uh, a lot of a lot of what he talks about includes like Atlantis and like coming from, like, uh, uh, from um this island where. All these things were. I love common. that we just brush past it, Atlantis. But everyone knows what like, Atlantis just, is, right? But it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just theoretical like, place that had all this unique technology that the Egyptians kind of took took from. And I know, but brushing brought up their civilization. Brushing past and, uh, you, such a key, like perceivably mythological location, that's history like that. for you, man. You just gotta I know, narrow but. You would think that, but we, when you're trying to deliver a history segment, some people maybe don't want to hear here, that. No topic. one wants to hear me just rant off fact after fact, after, which facts we barely have and skimming. Right, they're you know not I mean? they're not it, facts most of the time, Rich. Right, like, I would they, argue that people want to hear a more concise version of it. That maybe maybe you skip. Do they? You they skip can go the listen whole, to a lecture on it, which <laughs> would be way more informative. Skip the whole like uh, I'm, I'm, Atlantis I'm, portion. So what are you trying to get at, Rich? Like, I'm what's saying the, he was such an important part in history that he gave us what we use today to study science, and we're. The, no matter how far along in science we're getting, even to, to this day, we're still referring to him. Yo, no matter how far along we get, we're still apparently referring back to him. Oh, I wish Richard would fucking write down six sentences and just read them to me without going on some tangent about mythology and fucking some shit he wants to spout. But hey, it's kind of fun this way. I'm not saying it's lame. I'm just saying it's confusing as shit. Man. Yo, Hermes, hermeneutics. Yeah, you know me. I got a new chick. Her name is Amy. Whoa. Amy Wong. She works for me at the delivery room. Yeah, yeah the delivery room. My boss is Professor Farnsworth. Yo, I'd love to undress her. Oh. Amy Wong. Yo, my name is Hermes and I got her on. I'm a fucking wiener. Yeah, you know that it's on. Yeah, Amy Wong. All over my dog. Oh my god, yeah, I'm super fucking gone. Oh, yo, I'm writing a song about Amy Wong. Yeah, my only rubric for Hermes is 
the Futurama character. Right, right. Unfortunately, this is, this is, I think the second I'm going to keep going time. back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a reason why we don't have a lot of things probably written down is because a lot of what he taught was what we consider like pseudoscience and things that are not necessarily real. And, but uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. but uh, a lot of like what he talked about coincides with therapy today and like psychology and the how so the, give me an example give you an example of like you're oh, saying you brought it okay up. for okay for sure uh he his his list of principles for instance uh he he classifies it in this order too as well which is uh let's see principles of mental the mentalism uh correspondence uh vibrations polarity rhythm cause and effect and gender and he has a he details them in his own ways but we still use that today to in science and it, it, it answers unsolvable questions that we complete that we completely run into all the time when trying to prove something new in science. Like there's like, like what? Like uh like dark matter. Like it's unexplainable, but we know it exists. So how the how does does that Bro, list speaking of Futurama, I don't mean to cut you off again. I know I've been cutting everyone off. It's okay. Dark matter. Big part of Futurama. Fucking what's his name? <laughs> Nibbler shits out dark matter and they use it to power okay, the ship. You, you that is kind of a fun you fact. You can't uh, prove spiritualism or 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 like your soul but or, these principles help in clarifying what they are i don't, I don't understand i love because, that because our, it's it's a realm of science where it, it 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 gets into like different dimensions and planes that we have to we have to think and study about and uh, our greatest philosophers continue to ask these questions because without answering these questions like we won't understand like who we are today i just thought that you know in a history segment, you would be like, there was this war that happened. And in the war, this this uh, great leader fought with his troops, and then he lost a foot, and then and then they g- and went on to conquer the land, and that's this history segment. I, like do, you would- I, I personally, I believe that, that Richard's got something going on here. It's just, it's it's the lack of conciseness in the delivery of the information. Like, here's what I've gotten from it- your segment, Richard. I got Hermes. He had seven principles that are the foundation of modern psychology and spiritualism and that the Egyptians, the Muslims, and the Grecos all referenced him in his works and, the and their works. Huh? Let's just think for a second about the audience. that, ha- like, At least if, if we have any regular listeners, they're tuned in not because they know about uh, Hermes, or Thoth. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a, and I'm not, and, and I, I don't mean to, like, what I'm saying here is that, like, there needs to be a, a degree of sympathy to these idiots that listen to this podcast. They're all fucking you guys, morons. You guys are legit picking up things that I'm putting down and aren't realizing the whole aspect of what I'm saying. That's not the point, though. You have to understand that everyone else is going to do. We're idiots too. We're no, just, no, we're, no, no, no. we're our own target it's okay. audience. It's okay, as Hermes said, like, uh, if you. Like I can keep my mouth closed, and because your your ears are closed as well. Like no matter what I say, ears aren't you're closed. not going to hear it. We're you know listening. I mean? It's for the people. It's about that the delivery. Willing, perhaps that you're, you're you're giving us uh, you're you're throwing like a million things at the wall, hoping that something sticks. But you need to hope that everything sticks. No, 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 no. no. I, I said in the beginning, it's obscure history because we don't have enough. To go off, uh, but of. calling something obscure history isn't an excuse to brush past something like, uh, uh, like her, like, but if, if a weird mythological concept that you just sort of assume everyone already knows. Why are you and saying has mythological? Effect. He's talking about Atlantis. 
Right, right. No, no, no. no. A more specific I, example was yeah, that that I, I didn't I couldn't bring that up. But don't you think that like just pulling that up out of nowhere might cause people if they're listening to the the show to be like okay well maybe let's backtrack a bit and like let's touch base on that for a second because you're you're sort of it, it, it's the same it's the same problem that i see with like conspiracy theorists who are trying to present conspiracy theories and i'm not i'm not saying that your no, history no. is conspiracy history but conspiracy theorists will present shit as fact immediately assuming that their audience or the listeners are just automatically know exactly what they're talking about and then they just continue on the line of discussion and i i get what alex is saying my my concern or my question or curious uh, curiosity is you brought up hermes and you explained a couple of things about him is there like a point that you're trying to get to is there like a uh yes. like a end of the story because that's my that's my issue is like you start yo I'm trying to tell you the entirety of something If I start and all of a sudden talking about something different Oh my god, I'm different Yeah, I'm fucking speaking gibberish And I can't really get to Yo, the I'm point I'm speaking gibberish cause I'm different Yeah, you know me, I'm fucking skittish Yeah, I'm fucking ignorant Uh, I'm over here on the rap podcast Whoa. Yeah, trying here to get hard as shit Yo, I'm super fucking hard Yeah, I've gone really, really long Trying to tell these fucking retards what the fuck I'm trying to say every single day. Yo, this ain't no history. I can't believe the ignorance of my co-host. I yeah, believe. I can't believe they can't pick up what I suppose. Whoa. I'm fucking getting you all on these pros. I'm a pro with fucking educating these hoes. Yo, oh. So the the, the reason this has relevance is because it it changed the way we view science in the terms of. They studied these people, and it made them think a different way about what they're learning. So astrology, for instance, a lot of people don't believe in like uh, the the uh, like the stars like are futuristic. Like you can see your future in the stars. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. It, or you because can see you know big those, those lights that we see from the stars. That's already a, an exploded star. It's just that it just takes hundreds of years for that light to reach us. You know what I mean, folks? Uh, no, like a lot of people oh! go off of their horoscope. You know what I mean? They, right. They have all, but people study that. People like, like that Dilo. is their, that is their one thing that they're good at, and that's all they do. But they don't necessarily like that. That specification doesn't make them like, doesn't make it like irrelevant. You know what I mean? So it's the same same way as all these great philosophers using these using his, what he started to explain science. Okay. I get what you're saying. Um, it's very vague. Like, very could, couldn't you obscure. say? Couldn't you say something specific that was learned or developed from this dude's studies? Because you're like, for instance, astrology, and then you're like, oh yeah, science. I'm, I just you're not giving me something specific to take home with me. You know, even though we are in our home right now, that's where we do this <laughs> podcast. Shout out Long Beach, California. But what I'm saying is that. Like, if I was to bring you a history segment right now, I would give you a day in history, probably. And I'd be like, oh, in 1492, the fucking uh, Spanish took back uh, Al-Andalus and kicked out the rest of the Muslims. Uh, fun fact, that was the same year that Columbus sailed the ocean. And boom, there you go. Now you learned I mean, something about history. It's, True. It's a slightly better segment. 
Right, but I didn't prepare for six it's hours. O- it's only better because it's shorter. I, I just feel like Richard prepared for yeah. so long, and yeah, I don't I know what like, the fuck he's trying to say like to us. I feel like your history segment has been uh, made out of spite towards Richard. And, and, <laughs> it has. And, and that that alone makes me maybe want to not listen to I it. I keep on much. trying to figure out what the fuck Richard's trying to tell me, and he's like, oh, yeah, these really great philosophers, he, they they took from his teachings. I was like, what the fuck were the teachings? Hey, I got or an, what did they take? Like, got, I'm trying to fucking understand. I got an idea. What? What if um, I do my history segment? Sure. Um, um, after I pee real quick. Hit him with and the th- And then we'll see. We'll see who's a better historian, Richard, once and for all. You win in David's perspective. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I think the last two beats were Hiatus by Piper Beats and Hexus by Lucas Quinn. I think we are. Did we not already shout him out? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. It's good to do it twice. I'm sure they're appreciative of it. Before I let you do your history segment, I'll just clarify some things for Dave. Please. Well, this, this, all this was uh, the Hermetic teachings, uh, which is supposed to be like a secretive group of doc- like a doctrine of his own starting. Right, because Herm it's an occultist thing. I, I get that. It's, right. It's not. There's so little uh, proven and written documents about it, but it is a teaching that a lot of people follow. Right. I mean, I would have been interested in knowing what the teachings are. Who were his lead followers? What time period it occurred in? Like, I don't know what the fuck Hermes did. Who I would else? impact it. Personally, the, the thing I gained the most out of this was learning that hermeneutics has its origins in the god Hermes. Uh, because I like growing up in the Christian culture, we regularly have to learn about hermeneutics for whatever bullshit reason. We have to fucking deal with that shit. But now that I know that there's a, a, a name attached to that evil... I'm a little bit more educated. Got it. You know what I mean? Uh, And, okay. I didn't want to fully just shit on Richard's history segment here, so I figured I'd pull something out of my (laughs) ass that was actually interesting to him specifically. Got it. Um, Yesterday, a new season of Apex Legends came out. Am I wrong, Richard? No, you're not wrong. Okay, so uh, Apex Legends is a video game. Um, and it's it, it's a video game amongst a very popular genre of video games that is now sort of taken over gaming as a whole. Yo. Mm. Battle Royale, Battle Royale, Battle Royale, Battle Royale, yeah, yo. I'm playing with my pals, play with my pals, I play with my pals, yo. Uh, yeah, we dropping in, yeah, we get the guns, yeah. Fuck it, yeah, well, uh, yeah, what you know, uh, we gotta get them shields, bro. Whoa. Uh, there's no shaming, online gaming. Uh, yeah, I am not a layman I got real great fucking hand-eye fucking coordination Woo! Yeah, I can play really great I click BX and then I click A Woo! Yeah, you might have picked up that I play a well fucking Xbox You might have picked up the number one reason that I get my dick sucked Is cause <laughs> I be fucking playing Apex, that fucking legend I'm a legend, been uh, getting my fucking rip Yo, you know me, I got the grip, got the controller, yeah, I got my nips, my nips rubbed, <laughs> I got the shit. Halo Reflection by Balance Cooper. Oh, Halo, all right, we're good. We're still on the gaming topic here. So, um, Battle Royale is a very popular genre of gaming nowadays, especially online, Almost, I mean, exclusively online. Yeah. There's no campaign involved, you have to be playing with your friends, um, and it effectively is the most popular form of online gameplay. Am I wrong, Richard? At least in the first-person shooter world. Give me your best description of what 
you think a battle royale video game is not specifically mentioning any games uh a large group of online players dropping in on a map and this usually squad squatting up so yeah 100 percent air force in a squad the history behind this battle royale it's actually a term that um, is a proper noun. If, you, if you're surprised about that, you might recall, uh, Richard, we watched this movie as young men, Battle Royale. It was a Japanese film about a group of teenage students um, that are, are forced to a fight to the death on an island. This movie came out in 1999 or 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's based off of Kushin Takami, who is an author, a Japanese author, of the Battle Royale series. Oh, so it's like a, a set of books? This is a, a series of books that was also turned into a series of films that center around a totalitarian nation, a.k.a. Japan, <laughs> uh, that uh, needs to figure out a way to aggressively control their population through fear. And they use a system of fights to the death in a mass arena. And that is kind of where the terminology oh. of Battle Royale originates from. It's kind of like Hunger Games. Let me get to that. Oh, no way. The Hunger Games is a modernization of uh, Kushun Takami's novel and movie. Uh, a lot of similar traits taken from it. The first iteration of Battle Royale in video game form was in 2012 during uh, the, the the peak of Minecraft popularity. Do you guys know what Minecraft is? Yeah, right. I've, I've never played, but I'm 100% aware of so what it is. It, it's, it's almost like a, it's like a builder video game. It's like Legos yeah, in yeah. video game form. It's a very relaxing, world-building type of game. There was a multiplayer mod invented called Minecraft Hunger Games that um, allowed people to fight each other in a big, massive field. And this was in 2012, kind of late in the game. Like... I, like, we were almost graduated from college at right, that point. And I, I, I had already been playing Counter-Strike for a decade on PC. Dude, and Counter-Strike sucks. Right. Like, <laughs> it was kind of like, but that's the idea, right? It's a bunch of dudes in a map with teams shooting each other. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, um, yeah, so that was the first iteration of the term Battle Royale being incepted into popular game culture because Minecraft Hunger Games, as it was originally called, was not allowed to maintain that title due to copyright reasons. Legally, uh, what's her name? Suzanne Collins, I think, who wrote the Hunger Games? I thought you were going to say Katniss Everdeen. Right. Well, it was one of those things where I, I don't understand because technically Battle Royale is also the name of a book and the name of a film series. So why wouldn't that also be copyrighted? Well, but because for it's some foreign, reason, right? That's just from Japan? Yeah, but I mean, Hunger Games, are those are still two, that's a, uh, a, two nouns, and then that's... Battle Royale, like it's you got a noun. Right, but if ad, it's, like, if it, I guess if it's copyright, copyrighted, copyright, copy, copy lit, copywritten, copy litten. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, it was very popular because specifically Twitch streamers. Now I don't know if you guys have ever watched a Twitch streamer. Have you? Yeah. No. Many times. Well, I respect you, David. Because you have your life sorted out, Richard. I don't know, man. Maybe you need to stop. <laughs> Maybe you need to stop watching other people play video games. No, but to to the point, uh, it's interesting the correlation that I've seen between the battle royale genre becoming an explosive popular genre of video games to the Twitch streamers that bolster it and whatnot. 
every, as soon as Battle Royale became a popular platform of video game, almost everyone on Twitch decided that this is what we're doing. This is what we're streaming. This is there's something about it that is more entertaining for a spectator than any other form I know of why. multiplayer. I it's it's because it's relatable because they are literally doing what you were or will be doing as soon as like you're literally uh, oh, it's like how when soccer players watch soccer, they're like, "Oh, I I know how this is done." You know what I'm saying? Like there's an element of being aware how the game is done and being able to acknowledge that it's being done well by this person like, or, or that this person's at least Yo I could tell by the way that you play it's playing well uh, I could tell by the way that you play I've been sitting down on my Twitch all day watching this dude he's playing he's great yeah Battle Royale it's my favorite uh, yeah I wanna play battle uh uh, I wanna grab a saddle and put my fucking Twitch horse. I got no remorse. Oh my god, of course. I don't know what it is about these kids that be playing the Twitch on their systems. They be getting all of my attention. So I'ma fucking give their Patreon some money. Uh, Y'all I'm following you on Twitch. Yo, the only people I follow is a bitch. If she's thick and if she wearing a sexy outfit, yeah, some cosplay, yeah, you know, it's combat. So there was obviously like an entertainment aspect involved in the spectating aspect of battle royale games because based on every, based on my personal research, these games would not have blown up to the genre of popularity that they are right now if it wasn't for people like Ninja or Dr. Disrespect or these other fucking gamers that I I hate that I know their names. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, All right, well, well I guess They're I know They're so popular that you know them. They're yeah. so popular now, and they kind of made their whole swag off of, of doing Battle Royale games. Like, granted, you know, they had shit going on before, but everyone on Twitch started blowing up after shooting themselves playing Battle Royale games. Uh that being said, we're still in the year 2012 here, folks. Um, Battle Royale has just been incepted as a genre of video game via a just mod in Minecraft, which is weird. Uh, and and but everyone loves it. All the video game community is in. They want to fucking be dropped in into a danger zone with their friends and fight to the death. It's like a community. You build a community. It's not necessarily just with your friends, like you saying. You can play against these Twitch guys. Like my friend sent me a Snapchat of. How many times he's played with Doctor Disrespect uh, and a few others? Like so, then yeah, so there's even an aspect of that that maybe if you're Battle lucky, Royale. you might get the opportunity to play with famous people who have bolstered this game's popularity. So that that definitely aided in the uh, like the genre progressing. Um, so yeah, uh, Minecraft was Minecraft uh, Hunger Games. They changed it to Battle Royale. So. Uh, there is a dude named David Green who notices the popularity of all this shit going on. And he wants to... Oh, we just ran out of time on the... Well, that was the last beat, too. Oh, that's good. So we ran out, so we ran out of time. It's a good. We're on the wrap-up, folks. We got all the beats. We're wrapping on. up the history. Who was that last beat? Did we already uh, shout him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh, Violet by Ty Beats. So David Green, I think Dave, uh, sorry, I think Richard, you might be able to guess this dude's username. Uh, Godfather of Battle Royale Gaming. 
a very popular video game attributed to him based on his username. Don't know. Well, his username was Player Unknown, and uh, several video game companies use utilize this dude's uh, uh, algorithm or whatever you want to call it for making these video games because they realized he had the best one. And it all started with a game called Daisy, which was some zombie battle royale game that came out shortly after the Minecraft mod. Uh, so PUBG came out, which was literally everyone's fucking battle royale game that they were playing. It was on mobile. It, it was on every it, platform. It was the apex of the time. Right. We're going to get to Apex. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Oh, you want a spoiler alert, PUBG folks. Apex is also a game that David knows about. I thought you said um, Apex at the beginning of this. Yeah, no, you started off with Apex. So. Yeah, you started off talking about but, Apex. Uh, that's just the most, probably the most well-known. Right, yeah. Uh, it goes, you can't moment. have a discussion about that shit without bringing up Apex. You know what I mean? That's the whole reason we're talking about I, 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 Yeah, you're right. I did at the beginning of it introduce the concept of the history of this genre by bringing up that Apex had started their last season. Uh, or not last season, their most recent season, I should say. Got it. But um, honestly... Other than that, there isn't a whole lot. Uh, basically, David Green sort of revolutionized the platform. After that, people started trying to pepper in their own little modifications to it. Fortnite had a really good run by having this sort of uh, fortress building aspect to it, right. um, which people got tired of quick. And it seems like all of this culminated in the perfection of the genre with Apex Legends, which is a game that my boy Richard regularly jams. Hmm. So that's why I thought maybe we could uh, talk about this new season of Apex, bring it back, talk about the history of it. You know, we've got... That was pretty interesting. I enjoyed that. I My, my only beef with your segment is that I'm not a fucking... I don't play video games that much, so I'm, I'm not as passionate about the subject as I'm sure a bunch of our listeners well, might Well, tell me be. this. Was it delivered more concisely than the the Richard? The I hate Hermes? I hate the comparison aspect of this. Maybe I should do a history segment next week. I'll I'll be the history maybe. guy next week. And fucking, <laughs> maybe maybe Alex then should, you you guys can shit on me next week. Yeah, I could I could just make a history segment on something that's pretty easy to research. Hey, I mean, well, what's a lot of material. what's weird to me, Richard, is that you're mad or not mad? You're frustrated at at me maybe because of how you're. Uh, I'm I'm looking for something more basic and generic from you and you're like no i'm taking it to the next level by bringing my own perspective and i appreciate that but couldn't you bring me something that is more like just dry comp- and dull <laughs> richard dry and dull is not the way History. to describe it comprehensible yeah dude, something literally. that i could wrap it, it, my could, fucking yeah. head around i guess maybe the the segment i just presented was dry and dull but i guarantee you more people have information in their brains about a subject afterwards than the segment you presented like Richard, there's, there's I, some I, conciseness that needs i to be- understood what the fuck uh alex was talking about whereas with you i'm like taking notes and trying to bring you back to the three things that i was able to wrap my brain around and you're like Oh yeah, it's obscure history. No, you you don't say it like that. You say it like this. It, it, it's it's weird to justify people not understanding your history segment by saying that. Well, I guess I'm too smart for these. Right. Folks. It's like how when I say that my I, music I is obscure, not, when reality is just bad. Oh, I this was is a song. not trying to present it in a way where people couldn't understand. It's more about just keeping your um, open your mind to something that's obscure in its its originality. Like 
no one knows. Like this is just presenting you with information that like you need to dive deep into even learning about it. Right. Well, we so have you're given our audience homework. Yeah, which sure. no one would in our audience. How about this, Rich? Would ever do. How about this? You should. What we what the history segment was before you arrived uh, was just Alex trying to kill time by saying this day in history this happened. Okay, and I recognize that that was a bastardization. No, to no, kill time. But what I'm saying is the the beauty of that was that at least it was relatable. It was topical. It was like oh. Because today is today. Here's a fun fact about today. Like just having something about maybe the theme of the month or like something that I could look at and say, oh, this is about like Long Beach. This is about uh, the state of California. This is about uh, uh, civil rights. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you had something that you could attach it to that would make it. Um, that would give it this kind of this kind of depth to it, to where you're like, oh, I'm talking about something that is relevant right now, and here's the history of it. That would sort of help me be more motivated to dig and into I, what you're I saying. I have done those segments for you guys when you wanted to do, talk about like St. Patrick, or even the Independence Day. I that was great. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but that's also that's also when you have like a day to do it on. My my when I think of history segments, I think of ancient history because that's what I'm fascinated by. And a lot of it is not in our language. A lot of it's coming from Richard. Like, how are we gonna discuss that if it's just yeah, so I fucking and I, vague? I definitely need to. I need to get more concise and like deliver it in a way that you're not gonna get irritated for sure. But like, well, no, I think it, at least me getting irritated is kind of entertaining. Me not understanding what you're saying and just being here quietly staring at you is not entertaining, in I, my opinion. Like, I would argue that you just net like your your history segments are totally fine it's 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 a matter of if you if you hit a a, a word that might even instill confusion in even the the smartest of people maybe just take a second to quickly explain if, it before if, moving on if you, you know can en- I mean? if you can engage us and you can see that we're engaged then it, it's making sense if i'm just like sitting here like fuck i don't know what i don't even know a, i don't i can't even think of a joke to make right now all I can do is go on a long rant about something I'm pissed about. I had to keep making Futurama jokes in order to make that. <laughs> so that that is a descriptive of you being unsuccessful to a degree maybe this for week. Sure. So this is a little feedback for you. And no matter what, I, I, I would like to push back on David saying it was unsuccessful because it made for some immediately <laughs> great podcast banter, which is really what it's all about. Right. I mean, we are we don't bolster ourselves as a history show. No, it's yeah. really about the freestyle. We're over here trying to give Richard a chance to not be wasting his life. He, he spent the first 28 years of his life learning about history and now he's here. Right. Uh, if I'm going to be completely honest, these subjects aren't meant to be studied over for five or six hours before a podcast you know what i mean like if i want to do this i'll There's do a, years of research if you're good and at deliver delivering paper, information what i'm talking about well maybe we start making it a series maybe you start like uh instead of trying to get and, everything out about hermes at once we do it like uh we have a month about hermes in my head i do have that going on because like there was certain things i wanted to say but you probably would have reacted like very poorly to well no I mean, I, sure I, yeah if i if i could understand it i would react appropriately it's just like i don't know what the fuck you're saying half well, the time because i wanted to like i brought up in the last three times was the goblin universe it has it has its own mystical properties in the metaphysical realm 
And that's why divulging into all this, like, uh, all the different dimensions that this guy brings up to all these uh, uh, philosophers, uh, it, it directly correlates with how we perceive the metaphysical realm today. Gotcha. I don't gotcha. But no, I'm being sarcastic about getting you because you're referring to seven things that were super vague about dimensions, uh, and they, then they're innately certain, vague. Certain no one certain, knows about them. Well, then how well, then, is it going to be engaging? Yes, if I start, we, maybe if, we skip that like, as a topic. If, if they're about, innately vague, we skip like, it. If I start talking about existentialism right now, we could at least connect on like the sadness of existing. But like you're just fucking talking about shit that isn't real and trying to. I'm sorry, I'm yelling right now. <laughs> Um, did I, I already it. shout out I the last it. producer? I think you did. Let's fucking wrap this up before I fucking <laughs> physically <laughs> harass Richard. <laughs> but anyway, long story short about Battle Royale games, the culmination was in the Apex Legends uh, series, and it, it's pretty interesting to like learn about how uh, getting the perfect Battle Royale game, which a lot of people are considering Apex to be the perfect Battle Royale game, it went through a series of trial and error that is it like going through the fucking origin of it being with the Minecraft user mods to the popularity of PUBG, even though PUBG itself was a user mod. Uh, so it was super glitchy and whatnot. And then it went on to like, you know, Fortnite, whatever. You got f- fucking uh, Call of Duty Warzone trying to cash in on some bullshit. Yeah, Apex really just took the reins from everyone. They took the it's like, it's, it's a beautifully never made even game. Had a chance. They uh, the, can I play it on PC? You can play it on PC. Uh, one of the things that I thought was cool uh, learning about the rollout of Apex uh, in 2019, they didn't have any TV commercials. They didn't have any promotional like uh, media or anything. It was all via Twitch streamers that were popular. They um, were promoting the game mysteriously. Well, wow. uh, the day before the game, the day before Apex came out uh, in January of 2019, I can't remember the date, but uh, all of these very popular streamers like Dr. Disrespect or Ninja, those are the only two names I know because yeah. they're the most famous ones. Um, they had a countdown that just said Apex Legends on their screen and it, everyone was like, what is Apex Legends? We don't know what the fuck this is, but we know that this guy that we worship for no reason <laughs> loves it. And so they fucking hung out on their bullshit Twitch stream, and then it dropped, and the rest is history. Everyone loves Apex. Uh, it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, the journey of Battle Royale and online gaming. And they're, they're, they're making video games nowadays that don't even have campaigns. It's only online. You, you're paying 60 bucks for a game that doesn't even have a written campaign. It's just that the developers came up with an interesting like online interaction. And it's all because of Battle Royale. So it's pretty, uh, it's, I think it's pretty interesting, even if you're not into gaming, like the aspect of that affecting the culture. Definitely interesting. I'm, I'm very unaffected by it, but... It's very interesting. Right. At the end of the day, if, if you don't game, it, it's just a... Uh... Watching, uh, like, watching uh, teenagers just stream Twitch stuff and, uh, like, gamers on YouTube is kind of demoralizing. It's weird. I want to, because uh, I briefly touched base on this, but what the fuck about Battle Royale games is entertaining as a spectator aspect of it, it Richard? It's, it's all about the talent. 
uh, and like you can see them do really skillful maneuvers that you right. can't so see in any other video. It, game. It's it's impressive. To, it's impressive to see them successfully place. play the game without being defeated. And not only not no, they did get defeated all the time. They dive really quickly and drops and stuff. But they do things that no one else can do, it, which is just insane because no one has that reaction time. No one thinks of that strategy. And they, I don't know. There's this one dude in Japan that has like a pretty pretty I'll great shout team. him out. I, I wish I knew his it's name. Just, it's just but funny. he would run out a door, throw two grenades straight up in the air, get behind something, and then someone else would follow him out of that door and die. Like, it's just he could do it so fast that you're like, I couldn't even conceive of doing that myself. It's just, just these grenades come, go straight up, come straight down, it's, and then they're dead. It's really funny that these people we're, who we're, I would consider talentless and uncreative are someone who you would describe as really creative. Right, and these people the are also like... Really talented, genius. Yeah, too. yeah. It's it's almost like inherently yeah. a mistake for you to consider them un- untalented and uncreative. Right. No, because like there's not. They didn't like. I consider the people who created the game creative, but it's it's weird that these dudes are playing in a way that is like unique and charismatic is that it, it impresses people. It's also weird to think that the people that created the game might not even be making as much as the people filming themselves playing their game. Right. Their personalities. They're not even like. Yeah, yeah, that's it's weird. I, I, a lot of these gamers jump from game to game to game, like all the time on their Twitch streams, and they're good at all of them. That's what and that that's dude, what makes him a good fucking Twitch. Well, he's not a Twitch a streamer, but that dude David Green, the player unknown, he uh, was being um, scouted by all of in in the early days of Battle Royale. This dude David Green was being scouted to help form how these games were made. And it created this oversaturation of the Battle Royale market at the time. And they almost needed a game like Apex or when it came out, Warzone, because Call of Duty Wars, or Call of Duty was a very popular franchise at the time. So, of course, people are going to be like, let's play this game instead yeah, of yeah, this yeah. or whatever. But immediately people were like, yeah, Apex is better. I feel like an old man uh, hearing you guys talk about this. Well, it's funny because... Uh, you shouldn't because it's still just a history segment, but because we're talking about games, you have to be like, Oh, I'm an old guy. I don't like games. No, no. <laughs> I, I it, it's, it's in the same way how I'm like when, uh, old people don't know how to use cell phones. I'm like, are you dumb? Like just fucking use it. And it's, it's the same thing where I've just been getting left behind slowly, but surely as new games come out and new features happen. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. And I'm, I'm concerned that one day I'm going to need to learn all of it to to catch up and be a part of the virtual world that we're all going to live in. You or- will never need to learn about Battle Royale games. <laughs> Luckily, I don't need to know about them either. I, I just did it for this segment, and it was kind of interesting to learn about them because I've always considered them an interesting genre. Not a genre I've ever cared about to participate in just because I don't like I – like, I like story. I like I, when I play video games. I want to become the character and, and participate in what they're going on. And I, I and I'm not trying to like denigrate people who are into it just to to shoot other players online because I understand the 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 draw of that too. That totally makes sense. Battle Royale is fun because if you're doing it with your friends, in my opinion, it's yeah, like, oh 100%. shit, we're all ta- we're all calling each other gay and we're fucking you know talking shit and like that's kind of fun. It's community, exactly. Yeah. It's and and team building too. It's a team building exercise. You know what I mean? It's like a, a freaking escape room. This is a, a fucking. We're encouraging you guys to go out there and, and play Apex this week. Uh, share this podcast with a friend while you're on 
line gaming you know if you're in the headset and you're like hey if you listen to done with Banfomania, go like and subscribe and um, spread the word without having to leave your house just by uh, spamming us to online gamers that you play with dude and if you're a twitch streamer please start talking about our shit because if i've learned anything is that a twitch streamer talking about your shit can get it blowing up i don't know maybe we don't want this to blow up maybe it needs to stay where it is let's blow it up man <laughs> Oh. Anyway, I think that's a good place to end it. I, I like I, I feel bad because I feel like we just spent the last half hour just shitting on Richard. Sorry, Rich. It was constructive. Segment. No, I mean I, I appreciate you guys uh, as an audience input because yeah, I'm not very concise, so my mind goes in so many different directions. I have so much to like, just get out of me. And and low key, I didn't I didn't present that history segment initially to be like I'm gonna make a better history segment than Richard. I just you were talking it, about Fort or not Fortnite apex the other day and i was like man battle royale games are literally the most popular video game online right now maybe we could figure out why that is and i figured that would be i feel like we I, did. It's I appreciate topical. you it's telling cool. me that but it's just not something i would ever research you know what i mean right well, you're, richard richard's too good for that he's well, super saying, intelligent no, for, for that's for, not for, what i'm saying at all i I'm appreciate kidding, right? you saying that i'm intelligent but for an ent entertainment aspect maybe in the future, you can relate something that's going on in modern times Pass. to some sort of... Well, no, but I, I'm sure there was a way that you could have related hermeneutics and Hermes to something Alchemy that's going is on. not dead. Right. So why not make up a segment that brings history to the modern day so that our audience can fucking get a grasp of it there needs not... to be something that makes the light bulb go off in our heads Richard. right there like... needs people need a reason to care about what you're talking about and just inserting uh okay we're going to talk about hermes today might not be aggressive enough whereas was, like if you're like yo yesterday it. a new season of this thing dropped now we're going to talk about the history of it maybe that's a little more yeah. uh I guess I was a in that bit, wheelhouse. I was a little bit too. It was too far fetched to think that that was going to be my portal into what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About. You know what's crazy is I bet Richard still has an hour of of notes and whatnot to go into yeah, I didn't even that we. The surface. I think I think the the segment could have just been me reading your notes and trying to understand what the fuck they say. Like that would have been more interesting. Can in you my just opinion. can you for the audience? Can you read off your your warning on your notepad? Richard has a warning to people on his notepad. No, these are, I these will, will not do that. These will, these will act as the last words, Richard. To Dude, see yeah, my let's little journal. All right, well then let me no, let me no. let me read that paper that you have right there, Richard. And I already I'll, read. This can off. we? Yo, well, let's just yo, Richard. We could make that. The last words, no. you know, we know how we got the last words. That's a, what are you doing? What about it in here? Don't why are you touching my secret stuff? Oh, this is actually like lists and shit. Things Bro, just, life. just just for the last word, let, just read what's on the cover of that notebook for us. Come oh on, man. Guys, all right, believe me, it's disturbing and not the knowledge you seek. <laughs> I don't think you look. He, it, it, the precursor is do not read in big letters. <laughs> and then it's underneath, not, and underneath it says it is not the information you seek. <laughs> so I can only imagine the depths of darkness I and depravity. I have to write it down. Yeah, it's just too much. I will never open that notebook. Me neither. Thank you. No, Appreciate I just. You and if I did, I wouldn't understand it. Probably. Well, it's it's a, the, we the probably wouldn't be friends if you guys did. The warning that you have on the front of that notebook is akin to like the warning on the front of the notebook from the Evil Dead. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? It's like Pandora's box. Don't open this bitch. Yeah, it's like if you open this, this you are asking for everything that you get. <laughs>
but uh anyway um maybe next time uh how about next week we dive into times that our parents or people that we care about opened up sensitive information i don't know you guys might have to do this without me next week i'm about to be overseas or maybe we take a week off i'm actually cool with taking a week off i would be down to have a little hiatus but um who knows maybe um maybe we get some sort of espanol podcast going on overseas dialogue yeah dave's going to spain should be cool um, maybe we get your dad on the pod. I wouldn't mind getting your dad on the pod. That fool got nothing to say. He's got some shit to say, dude. Right, to me about, you know, wealth building, not about fucking anything Yeah, why not? We're going to hear about your friggin' uh, uh, profit margins or whatever. <laughs> anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're still listening, you're a champ. Yeah, it's, uh, what are we at? Uh, it's only a minute three. It's not too bad. A minute three. An hour three, and you're yeah. <laughs> no, it's we must we. Got, it is, I'm uh, a fucking idiot. <laughs> we're we're minimum at an hour thirty, is what you're saying. No, I'm yeah 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 yeah. We've got a hundred and three minutes so far. Got it. Fuck me. All right. Well, so long, folks.